to today's episode of, not that's not the episode no. of Daddy No. Uh, today is no, no. what is Carmelo eating? What is the dog eating? Is that your food? No, that's that's your pizza. No, that's that's your cookie. cookie. Get it, get it, get it. I did. Why'd you leave it over there? What? Yeah, it is gross. Throw it away. Go throw it away. You're not. You can't save that. What are you wiping it off for? You. <sighs> Come back. All right. So this is day one thirty six of being a stay at home father, episode number nineteen. You you can't have another cookie. He ate it. How am I supposed to give you another cookie? That was the only cookie you had. I I had it like this. Cookie. Yeah, I know that, but he grabbed it and off the couch because, again, you leave your food wherever. And that's why you got to keep it away from him. He's going to eat it, right? Yeah. Okay, well, then you get no more cookies. I'm sorry. No, it's empty. Correct, because the cookie was eaten by you and Carmelo. Mama eats it, right? Well, who left it on the couch? You did. Right? Yeah, sorry. Oh, is your sister? Your sister your sister doesn't even eat cookies. She drinks milk. That's all she drinks is breast milk. Mm. When did when did she eat a cookie? She never ate a cookie. You quit blaming stuff on your no. sister. That's the one thing I've noticed you've been doing a lot lately. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Oh, just like how when you pooped in your was, pants it and then you said it, it yeah, exactly. You blamed it on Carmelo. It was in your pants. How how was don't touch the mic. How could it have been wait, Carmelo? Wait, it's wait. They can hear you. <laughs> it's like he's trying to explain. No, let me tell you, people. Okay. 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 What happened? I didn't. I eat that cookie. We weren't even talking about the cookie anymore. I was talking about when you blamed Carmelo that he pooped in your pants. Cookie. I want a cookie. Well, uh, now you know. Next time. And uh, I don't have another cookie. Well, I look, dude. We've spent like already two, three, four, five minutes. Arguing about cookies. Let's stop arguing about cookies. Continue on with the I podcast. Want a cookie. We don't have any more cookies. Oh. All right. What I do now? You do the podcast now. They get some test or the other cookies. That's very wise to understand that there's other cookies. Good job, son. He actually told me something yesterday when I went to the open mic. I want my cookies. <laughs> I told him, I was like, I'm going to go. Make gonna... me come down. I want my all cookies. All right, all right. Come and down. All right, all right, all right. Go see if there's any cookie left. I doubt it. I think he took all of it. He, uh, I went to the open mic at Laugh Out Loud yesterday. and cookies? <laughs> I told you there was no more. There's no more cookies. I'm sorry. You can't eat any more cookies. That's what you're going to do. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. Or you can wait for Carmelo to poop it out, and then I guess you can eat that. You want to eat, eat Carmelo poop? No. That's gross? All right. He's going to go pout on the couch now. 
my daughter's here too. She's her, her new word is her only word. Her first word is mama, mama. Everything's mama. So it makes me feel great because I'm the one who takes care of her all the time. But everything is mama. I want to see you on lap. All right, you can sit on my lap. Hold on. So I was about to go to old Mike, and I was, he goes, "Where are you going, Daddy?" I was like, "I'm gonna go tell jokes." He's like, "No, don't tell jokes." I was like, "Hey, I gotta go." He's like, "Just be funny." I was like, what? He's like, don't tell jokes, just be funny. I was like, okay. And I was just like, that's, uh, I know you're just three, but uh, good job. That's some, like, if, if you were talking to, like, Bill Burr, and he's just like, listen, man, don't, don't tell jokes. Just, just be funny. Like, don't think jokes. Just be funny. Like, you'd be like, man, that's some good advice. But it's a three-year-old, so. Okay, relax. I'm doing it. Uh, Here, don't touch that. All right, Isaiah just want to do the first part of the podcast because uh, he's upset that the dog ate his cookie, which is understandable. It was a, a good-looking cookie and uh, a little concerned because it had a, a little bit of chocolate in it. Not a lot, but a little bit of chocolate, and that's deadly to dogs. So I don't think anything really, really bad is going to happen to Carmelo. I just think he's going to poop horribly, and so my son's depressed. I hope I sound a little bit better. I uh, got a new mic uh, for Father's Day. Thanks to my mother. So appreciate it, Mom. Thank you for getting me this mic. I appreciate it. Uh, she's like, you sound like crap on there, by the way. I was just like, okay, why don't you give me a mic? And then she did. So hopefully I sound better to everybody. So today's episode, um, first one, before I even start anything, I just wanted to say, of course, we had uh, the biggest tragedy since 9-11. That's what, we'll, that's what I'll say. Biggest tragedy since 9-11. And it's like a super storm of everything because it has to deal with terrorism it has to deal with hate crime versus the lgbt uh community it has to deal with a rifle that has been um etched in america's minds so um it's a lot of stuff that was already contra not controversial but stuff that people were arguing about stuff that uh, people were polarized with, and uh, it was already a powder keg with the elections going on. And then this happens. I was like, "Geez, man, I didn't even, ugh, I didn't even want to go on Facebook." Um, that reminds me. Uh, congratulations to everybody who won their debates this week on Facebook. You guys are real heroes, and uh, you're changing the world. And now we all think like you. So congratulations on everybody who wrote and discussed everything that they thought on Facebook and Twitter and Twitter Twitter those were those were great debates I'm sure you changed a lot of minds and uh, probably unfriended a lot of people or got unfriended by a bunch of people which when that happens people are just gonna have more and more friends that think exactly like they do and then who are you gonna debate with right yeah exactly so <laughs> oh man I just, I made me want to vomit it reminded me of bubbles on South Park when he's going through all the uh, Emails and Facebook and Twitter and all this stuff because people don't want to be hurt to have their feelings hurt celebrities so he has to read them all and uh, <laughs> and he ends up vomiting and getting real sick from it and ended up in the hospital and stuff ugh that I mean just reading after like it like I already felt sick from what happened because it's it was I mean it's like dang man it, it it really feels like we're at we're coming to the climax of something horrible I mean that was horrible but I meant like something that's gonna like beyond 9-11 beyond a stock market crash beyond all that like just something i shouldn't put that out in the universe i should not put that out in the universe you know what that's not gonna happen that is not gonna happen at all um 
yeah so and then of course i'll talk more about orlando but i just want to say that first to to all those people who lost loved ones and everything that uh the the amount of sadness or or frustration or hate or whatever it is you must feel like i i wouldn't be able to fathom um man so yeah worst uh mass shooting of in the since dang like the 80s 1980 i think um that was another there's another anyway so definitely of this the 21st century in america worst mass shooting um but today uh that's i didn't want to focus on i'm going to talk about orlando because there's a lot of stuff that's happened this week in orlando but the other thing that i want to talk about was uh people you know how they always say uh, being a comedian you always got to not watch what you say, but understand there's always going to be repercussions if you say a joke that doesn't have good taste or is too soon. And uh, I got three examples I can, I'm can. i going to talk about of three different comedians that I know. A horrible example, an example of what 95% of what people did, an example of what, I mean, it, it's it's ballsy and it takes a chance, but he, he, he uh, I'm not going to even say their names, but he um, he pulled it off. And it, it was good. Just no, I, I don't ever believe you can't. There, there's no issue or subject that you can't talk about, uh, but it has to be that funny. Like, oh my God, that is hilarious. And how recent this tragedy was. Like, you better, this joke better unite everybody. That's what it better do. This joke better have some really good insight and not just be, ha ha ha, that's corny. You know what I mean? Like, it better be good, man, because. You were going to get your head ripped off. I didn't write anything that day. I didn't want to. I was just like, man, I just, I wanted to stay off of Facebook and Twitter. I, I mean, like I said, I wanted to vomit after reading all those comments. Uh, but, yeah, there's three specific comedians that, uh, that what, uh, I'll say what they, not what they said exactly, but what they did. Um, I also learned I'm not that big of a conspiracy theorist. I thought I was. I really, because I like conspiracies, but uh, I'll explain more about that. And it had to do with the Orlando, you know, what happened in Orlando, it just, it made me not want to be. I always like being called a conspiracy theorist because it's like that's that's what make it, it means you're a critical thinker. But no, I don't think it means that anymore. I think it means that you, uh, and especially in today's side, you're a crazy person who believes everything on the internet. And it's like uh, I don't want to be associated with that. I am not that. Um, maybe at one point when I when I first became conspiracy theorist guy, maybe then I was. But yeah, I'm not as big as conspiracy theorist theorist as I, as I thought I was um, my son I want to talk a little bit about him uh, and uh, some comedy shows and my son's uh, birthday this past week I, I headlined at a place in Austin and uh, then of course my son's birthday I'm excited about that um, oof, this is a different energy for this podcast this is a different energy because it's like I want to be excited and funny and all this and it's and, and, it, it, and there's some harder stuff. There's a lot of, there's, it's some harder stuff at the beginning, and it's hard to try to take your emotion out of that. Um, but yeah, uh, in Orlando, of course, everybody, knows, I don't know what's going on in Orlando right now. You had the shooting on Friday from that, that girl who was a singer. Uh, she got big on YouTube, and then somebody shot her, and then, of course, the 50 some people, or 49, or 52, or how, whatever the death toll is, who got shot in Orlando and killed um, and then a f- bunch of other injured and then you had the little boy who was uh, eaten by an alligator which 
wow like that oof you know, it's like it's like that's that all happened like in five days orlando like what's going on over there uh i got a friend going to orlando i wouldn't go i wouldn't go i'm like yeah i'm think i'm gonna stay here yeah i'm not going to orlando i'm gonna stay right here um but so there's these three comedians right and uh i'll start off with a force example this comedian the next day on sunday decided to write the most well first of all it was corny right so even if it was like 10 years from now people would still be like get mad but it was not only corny but in bad taste with horrible timing you can't i mean and it wasn't even one of those this is so bad that it's good no it was like ugh like like i cringed when i I didn't i didn't want to message him or just like why would you did somebody hack your account is that what happened somebody hacked your account right now right I think somebody hacked your account because there's no way you're that stupid to post that horrible of a joke. And uh, the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, no, no, I know you. Yes, yes, you are. And then just a bunch of comments from mostly other comics, like just what the hell is your problem? You're a horrible person. This is a horrible joke. You're not funny. All this other stuff. Nobody said too soon. Of course, a couple of people try to uh, defend him and say, hey. Uh, you know, we're comics, we got to stick together, we should be able to say whatever we want to say, it's the last bastion of freedom. Yes, that's true, but at the same time, if you got a horrible joke, I'm not going to defend that, you know what I mean? I'm, that's it, why it was horrible, you know what I mean? Even if it wasn't offensive how horrible it was, be like, you can say it, Just you can say whatever you want to say, just be ready for whatever consequences may come your way. Of course, with him, there's not going to be really consequences because nobody knows who he is. Uh, as a comic <laughs> even if I said his name right now you'd be like yeah I don't know who that is I don't know and the few that do know I'd be like yeah okay that sounds like a kind of joke you would do but uh, I've, I've, he started with me he's been doing it on and off for like six years and uh, get your stuff together man that's, that's all I'm gonna say get your stuff together what's wrong with you son get your stuff together um, cause ugh it, it was just the stuff he put on there the, but he's like I wanna know what he said Nah, you, you really don't. It was just not funny. The second one did what 95% of people do, right? And, of course, he put his condolences on Facebook. Again, he's another comedian. Uh, he's been doing it like seven or eight years. Uh, put all his condolences on Facebook, right, and Twitter. And uh, within an hour of that, just started putting out his frustrations, which is understandable. That If that is your outlet, Twitter and Facebook, for a lot of people it is, um, and they feel like, hey, you know, everybody feels their opinion matters. And I can't say that it, that, oh, your opinion doesn't matter. I'm doing a podcast. That's the most narcissistic. It doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> who gives a crap about my opinion? Exactly. So take everything I say with a grain of salt. But the guy came out and was just putting, just wanted, like, just all these facts, you know. He, he just kept putting out a bunch of, like, from, from, from places that he got, just all these different studies you know, and, and, and debate like all day, all Sunday into the night and then the next day. And then everybody who commented, who didn't agree with him, he would debate with like consistently. And I mean, who, I'm one of the idiots reading this. Right. I'm one. I shouldn't read that. But that's what everybody did. And it was just it would cause it caused a lot of animosity. Uh, a lot of people getting mad and instead of us coming together and and being fussed it's a frustrating issue nobody wants people to get shot right nobody wants this terrorism stuff to happen right no we don't nobody wants that 
um, but we can't agree. We can't even agree on what's happening right now. Half the people say, you know, oh, it was a terrorist attack. Other people are like, no, it was a hate crime. And, oh, it was a dude who, who was able to buy a gun very easily. He bought it within, you know, a few days, and he was being watched by the FBI. It's too easy to buy guns. Well, no, there's more people with guns. Like, it, nobody's going to agree on any of this, and politicians are going to use this to their advantage because you can't let a tragedy go to waste is what they the, the mentality that they have. If you are a... Um, I think Rahm Emanuel is the one that said that. Uh, he he said that, yeah, 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 you can't let a tragedy go to waste. Um, and they won't, and they'll use whatever they can to get it done. Um, yeah, it's uh, this one was a super, a super cluster of a perfect storm of everything tragic. And uh, on top of the election, I don't know how it's going to end up. I don't know how, the next president, let's see which way we go. Either way, it's, Whoo! It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Everybody, hold on to your ass, and uh, I'm excited because you know, I don't. Uh, my wife works, and I don't. I take care of two new kids because they're four and less than a year, or gonna be four and less than a year. So, I am not nervous at all. Not crapping my pants. Uh, <laughs> um, the are you 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 still mad about your cookie? son all right whatever you heard him in the background still mad about his cookie um we I had to stop the podcast and like console him about his cookie because he, he wanted to go get another one which it was from panera bread it's a big cookie i understand okay i'd be mad too but don't leave your cookie on the couch as it happens don't leave your cookie on the couch because then somebody might come over and eat it and no there's no innuendo in that it's i'm talking about an actual cookie an edible cook or not edible Yeah, never mind. Point is, don't let the dog eat your cookie is what I was trying to say. And the last comic, the last comic uh, uh, held his tongue to the end and later in the night, the next day, and then wrote this long, it was like a story. It was like a story. And most people know what I'm talking about and be like, oh, get off his nuts. I'm not saying his name, Uh, but it was good. Dude got over 100 likes in 24 hours on it and a bunch of shares and comments. So obviously it was good. And it kind of explains, I guess he's playing devil's advocate, explaining everything, you know, um, trying to explain everything, trying to still make it humorous and stuff. But, hey, people people really liked it, and it didn't really polarize anybody unless you, unless trigger words piss you off. You know what I mean? For a lot of people, you just see a word, and it's like, oh, I don't like you anymore because that word means this in my head. Therefore, you're a bad person. doesn't matter what the context is. So... Yeah, he's uh, so. Those are the three examples of comedy. One, just the. I mean, get what kind of ener- the kind of energy you put out is the kind of energy you're gonna get in. So the last guy put a lot of energy into what he wrote, and uh, and got good response. The first guy put no energy into what he wrote. He was probably drunk or high when he wrote it, and put on Facebook, and that's what you get. And uh, the middle guy uh, is full of himself, pretty much. But that's how we all are, right? Again, I'm doing a podcast by myself yeah so what does that say about me it says a lot it says i'm probably on that guy's level oh man i can't i gotta edit that part out i can't believe i said that um also i'm not that big of a conspiracy theorist i thought i was a big conspiracy theorist no not 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 as much because like the very next day conspiracy started coming out about the shooting i was just i couldn't even click on it i was like man i'm not clicking on this right now 
I'm not. I can't watch this right now, right? And then uh, yesterday, I waited a while, right? Because my mind always I was like, all right, let me let me see what you have. And ugh, a lot of it. I'm like, God, you're reaching, man. You're reaching. It's like, stop, stop, just stop. And it made me. I, that's how other people look when you say you're a conspiracy theorist. They look at you like that, like, oh, what are you gonna do? Show me a video on YouTube, and it's like, ugh. I, it made me question a lot. Made me question the conspiracy. There's a conspiracy with the conspiracy theorist. No, um, <laughs> most stuff I talk about, I don't even think it's conspiracy. I mean, it's 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 known. It used to be conspiracy. You know what I mean? Like the NSA. That they listen to you and people be like, oh no, that's a conspiracy. They don't listen to you. That's they don't record your phone calls. And you just, that's crazy. That is insane. You know how many people would have to be involved to keep that hush hush. You know what? And then that came out. It's like, well, I, you know, I'm not saying anything wrong as long as you don't say anything wrong. So, um, <laughs> that's the way people are. That's the way people are. But it made me learn I'm not that, not that big of a conspiracy theorist. So, um. You know, and maybe maybe it's just, uh, and it wasn't this past one. The, the one. There was a one before, when all the kids got shot, that made me, like, I didn't want to look look at that one either, right? Because, and you know what? I really hoped it was a conspiracy, because that means that a bunch of children didn't die. You know what I mean? That it was all made up. That would be great. That would be awesome if it was a false flag. But you, uh, anyway, that it kind of, not made me numb to it, but it, it, it made me be like, I do you want that information in your head right now? Like, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with that information right now? You want to keep your sanity? Is that what you want? Just keep your sanity, right? You, have, you already look up so many other things. Like, just keep your sanity. So the last podcast, I was making fun of my son about the, the pooping. Yeah, by the way, he pooped in the toilet today. I'm very proud of him. Very proud of you for pooping in the toilet today, son. Good job, even though you lost your cookie. Uh, but I'm, I'm proud of him. He, he, uh, he pooped in the toilet, but... Uh, I, Somebody I know was telling them, they're like, that's messed up that you're doing all this to your son. Like, that's embarrassing. Like, I'd be very mad at you. I'm like, first of all, he's three, and he likes doing the podcast. So uh, I don't force him to do it. And uh, she's like, yeah, but the stuff you say about him. I'm like, oh, that's what you mean. Like, yeah, you, you say horrible stuff and embarrassing stuff that he did. Like, that's how would you feel if your parents would have done that to you? How would I feel if... My father would have done something like that, like a radio station with me at a young age. I would have been excited. What are you talking about? She's like, no, I'm talking about saying embarrassing stuff. I was just like, well, that's great. I want, I, that's ammo for when he's like 13 and 14 and older. I'd be like, yeah, remember, remember, remember when this happened? And then I just play it and uh, I'll just share it on all his friends' social media or they have social media. Maybe they just download it to their brain and buy it in 10 years from now. I don't know. But, yeah, it's it's uh, it's ammo for later is what I'm doing, ammo for later, or you know just in case I pass away, my son has to be like, oh, this is what your father was like. I don't know, but oh, that was sad, but <laughs> that was sad. Don't say stuff like that. So the comedy shows were good this past week. I headlined at Guns and Giggles, um, and the, the the guy who runs it uh, posted all the pictures. The next day on Sunday with Guns and Giggles, and a lot of times, the uh, the headliners and the features that everybody's on the show will actually hold guns as they take the pictures, right? Because the show's in a gun store, and uh, I didn't take any pictures with any guns, and nobody else did. We just took pictures, 
I don't think I don't think they've done that in a while. But I was just like, man, that would have been so horrible to have a bunch of pictures of me holding guns on the day of the the attack or the day that it hit the social media and everything of the attack. And those are my pictures that I have out. I'm like, ugh. I, not that I I just want I I didn't want to have a debate with anybody and I didn't want people to be like oh I can't believe you would do that I'm like I didn't know I went to and did a show at Guns and Giggles, relax it's a great show okay it's in a gun store I mean I I'm, I did it you know it was great it's a good show my first headlining gig and then I would get a bunch of crap because holding guns that'd have been horrible so but it was a good show it was a good show um, and uh, it's made me. F- kind of think of what what direction my it made me think this definitely uh how far i've come in comedy to be able to headline and do the full amount of time and how much further i have to go you know like that like i was just like oh, okay I, I had some some spots where it was a little too i mean i told stories that are a little too long that i got to make funnier and stuff and then the flow and everything um it, i it was good I wouldn't say it was great. I didn't murder, you know, I didn't kill, but uh, it was good. It was good, and uh, I was very proud of my, no. <laughs> it just made me think, like, man, that was my first time headlining, and uh, I need to definitely clean it up, and I have a long, long way to go. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's going to be the hard part. My son's birthday's coming up. I'm excited about my son's birthday. Because it's uh, this weekend, and uh, we're doing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle theme is what we want to do for him, is what we're going to do for him. And and as a comic, of course, you guys know you don't make that much money, right? And I want to give him I want to give him a good birthday. I don't want to give him, you know, what I got him last year, cardboard boxes. I don't want to give him that because uh, two years in a row of cardboard boxes, you're just a horrible father. Hey, he enjoyed them, okay? All right, I cut them open and put them together and it was his little fort and he loved it he enjoyed every single part of it so (laughs) everybody's like no you're a horrible person i cleaned out the cobwebs inside relax the cobwebs there's no more spiders in there he loved it i mean it smelled like mildew but other than that it was good it was a good cardboard we just tape it up whenever it tore but this year i wanted to give him a bunch of presents and stuff and uh, of course, like toys, not not just clothes, because we told everybody to give him clothes. My wife was like, "Okay, if you're gonna give him toys, you gotta take the toys he has now and take half of them and and put them in the closet because I'm gonna give them away." I was like, "Okay, why?" And she's like, "Cause he has too many toys." It's like, "All right." So I took half his toys, I put them in the closet. My son later on finds the toys in the closet, and he's all excited and he's just like, "Oh my God, my toys! I've been lucky, my toys!" Just like, "Oh, oh, you gotta keep them there." He's like, "Why?" It's like because. Uh, Daddy is going to fix them. That's right. They're broken, and Daddy's going to fix them. He's like, when do I get them back? And I was just like, oh, you'll get them back this weekend. Yeah. He's just like, oh, thank you, Daddy. Thank you for fixing my toys. I'm so happy. Thank you. It's like, but and tell you what, if I can't fix them, I'll just get you new toys. And he goes, no, I don't want new toys. I want those toys, which gave me an idea of uh, maybe just, the toys aren't even broken, maybe just cleaning them up. You know, putting some Windex, some 409 on them and uh, washing them and making them smell good and then wrapping them up and giving them to them. And that, that's like 36 gifts right there, right? And he's going to be so happy because he thinks I fixed them all. But then he'll hear this podcast uh, 12 years from now and understand that his father was cheap. 
His father was cheap and used his son's ignorance against him to get him things that he already had. But hey, you know what? As long as you're happy as a child, who cares, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember turning 13 and my father telling me, you don't need a birthday every year, which now that I'm 30, I understand. I'm like, yeah, I don't celebrate some of my birthdays. Um, but <laughs> but don't tell your 13-year-old that. That's messed up. You know, I already had weight issues and then you're going to do that. That's going into another subject. That doesn't matter. But the point is, uh, I'm going to be the greatest father this weekend because he's going to get so many presents, so many presents, and I'm going to save so much money, so much money. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be good. This podcast had a weird vibe to it. I don't know if it's because of the new mic and I have headphones on and I can hear myself um, or, or my son getting his cookie eaten and running off all mad or maybe that I can still hear the hammering in my head from them doing the roof all day like it's I have a migraine that's so bad and what's messed up is that uh, all through our in our room which is used to be a garage is now our bedroom and uh, I don't know why I have more allergies now and uh, we have a little area where you can go into the attic and you look up and I can see the sun I can see the light coming through the cracks from our I'm like dude did you just did you guys leave and left a hole in my roof no wonder I have the AC on and it's still hot cause you asses left a freaking hole in the roof are you coming back no they ain't coming back not coming back I wish they would I get on that roof but that look hard which is funny cause on the very first podcast I said being a state uh, Bill Burr has a um was it a joke about how Oprah says that, uh, and I said this on the first cast, Oprah says that uh, being a, uh, a stay-at-home mother is the, or being a mother is the hardest job in the world. And he goes, oh, I thought, I thought roofing as a redhead uh, in the middle of July was a hard job. But no, no, you're bending over, putting DVDs in a DVD. And then I kind of hard one. I was like, it is a hard job. You don't understand. Bill Burr, I'm a new stay-at-home father, and I got... It's not as hard as it used to be. Um, you still have hard days and hard weeks, but it's not as hard as it used to be. But I saw those guys working on the roof. I was like, nah, I'm not that type of Mexican. Like, that's not me. I wasn't built for that, man. I wasn't built for that. Uh, I, can't, I can't do that. That just looked hard. Like, I was sweating. I got tired just from watching them. Like, I got to go inside because this is, this is, ins- oh, my God, I couldn't do that. I could not do that at all. Um, I did highway work, uh, construction when I first graduated for a while, but uh, I ended up throwing out my back and having to get surgery and almost had a heat stroke. So obviously I'm not meant for that. All right. Well, I'm going to end this podcast. Hey, son, is there anything that you want to say? Hey. Hey. Get over here. No. No, you're still mad about the cookie? What? I, I didn't... It's not my fault that you left the cookie there. I'm What, you want another cookie? So you can give it to Carmelo so you can eat it? Don't give me that look. Give me another cookie. Uh, we already discussed this. Remember I had to pause the podcast and discuss why I can't get you another cookie from Panera Bread right now? Didn't I say that? I don't have another cookie. I'm not going to have this conversation with you. I want, I want a cookie. Shh. Your sister's taking a nap right now. Relax.
I'm gonna go whoop your butt in a little bit. That's what I'm gonna do. At least say please. Okay, tomorrow we'll get a cookie. Okay. All right. I don't know if you could hear him in the back by that. He was, uh, that's my son back there, saying stuff. All right. Uh, so thank you all for listening to another podcast. Stop yelling. Thank you all for listening to another podcast. Uh, you, tonight I have a show at uh, Laugh, Out, Laugh Out Loud at 8 o'clock. So I know I'm putting out this one out late, but I kept trying to record, and all you can hear was, pass, 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 like at the beginning. So I had to stop. Um, so I, that's why it's coming out later in the day. But, yeah, check us out on uh, iTunes. Um, check us out on SoundCloud. Uh, Daddy No and Josh Kubasa, that's J-O-S-H-U-A-C-A-B-A-Z-A, and Funny Man Comedy Works. Uh, it's Funny Man Comedy Works, Funny Man One Word, on Facebook. Um, also, on uh, Friday, I'm going to be having a show with George Anthony and Raul Sanchez here in San Antonio, and we're going to be doing uh, Kickbook Coffee in... Um, yeah, it's, kick, yeah, it's Kickbook Coffee um, in Austin, so go check that out. Uh, it's going to be, I believe, 8 or 9 o'clock in Austin. Uh, Saturday, I will be at the Blind Tiger um, doing a 10 o'clock show. And Sunday, I will be at Special Father Day show Sunday with uh, Blair Thompson, myself, uh, George Anthony, uh, Manny G, a couple other comics who are fathers. So Daddy Knows actually doing their own their own comedy show at... Uh, River Center Comedy Club, the now called the Improv Downtown. So go check that out as well. That's going to be this Sunday, 8 o'clock. So that's going to be a good show. All right, guys, thank you all for listening. And uh, make sure to subscribe, comment, add, uh, share, like, lick. Do I don't know. Just if you like it, you like it. You know, share it, comment, listen. Kim, you're waiting for what? Your cookie? Yeah, you're going to be waiting a long time. You what? You give me a gum? You don't even have gum. What are you talking about? That's not gum, that's a Lego. Just because it's yellow and looks like juicy fruit doesn't mean it's gum. Alright, you're you're I'm gonna go kick your butt. Okay. Thank you guys for listening, appreciate it, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Hopefully nothing happens where they eat my son's cooking and it'll be more on the podcast. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. You have a great week and uh, all love goes out to Orlando. Bye. <laughs> I want to congratulate everybody who uh, won their debates yesterday on Facebook. Congratulations.